Allah Scientific Miracles in the Quran by Horun Yahya. Part 2 The Moving Mountains In one verse, we are informed that mountains are not motionless as they seem, but are in constant motion. You see the mountains you reckon to be solid going past like clouds. Quran, 27,88. This motion of mountains is caused by the movement of the Earth's crust that they are located on. The Earth's crust floats over the mantle layer, which is denser. It was at the beginning of the 20th century when, for the first time in history, a German scientist by the name of Alfred Wegener proposed that the continents of the Earth had been attached together when it first formed, but then drifted in different directions, and thus separated as they moved away from each other. Geologists understood that Wegener was right only in the 1980s, 50 years after his death. As Wegener pointed out in an article published in 1915, the land masses on the Earth were joined together about 500 million years ago, and this large mass, called Pangaea, was located in the South Pole. Approximately 180 million years ago, Pangaea divided into two parts, which drifted in different directions. One of these giant continents was Gondwana, which included Africa, Australia, Antarctica and India. The second one was Laurasia, which included Europe, North America and Asia, except for India. Over the next 150 million years following this separation, Gondwana and Laurasia divided into smaller parts. These continents, that emerged after the split of Pangaea, have been constantly moving on the Earth's surface at a rate of several centimeters per year, and in the meantime changing the sea-to-land ratios of the Earth. Discovered as a result of the geological research carried out at the beginning of the 20th century, this movement of the Earth's crust is explained by scientists as follows, the crust and the uppermost part of the mantle, with a thickness of about 100 kilometers, are divided into segments called plates. There are six major plates, and several small ones. According to the theory called plate tectonics, these plates move about on Earth, carrying continents and ocean floor with them. Continental motion has been measured at from 1 to 5 centimeters per year. As the plates continue to move about, this will produce a slow change in Earth's geography. Each year, for instance, the Atlantic Ocean becomes slightly wider. Note 30 There is an important point that needs to be stated here. Allah referred to the motion of mountains as drifting in a verse of the Quran. Today, modern scientists also use the term continental drift for this motion. Note 31 Continental drift is something that could not have been observed at the time of the revelation of the Quran, and Allah clearly indicated how it was to be understood, you see the mountains you reckon to be solid. Though, he described a fact afterward, stating that the mountains were going past like clouds. As has been indicated, attention is clearly drawn to the movement of the layer in which the mountains are fixed. It is without doubt a great miracle that this scientific fact, only recently discovered by science, should have been revealed in the 7th century, when conceptions of the nature of the universe were based on superstition and myth. This is another very important proof that the Quran is the word of Allah. Allah's Scientific Miracles in the Quran Different points in the rising and setting of the sun. No. I swear by the Lord of the Easts and Wests that we have the power. Quran, 70 40. 
Lord of the heavens and the earth and everything between them, Lord of the Easts. Quran, 37,5. The Lord of the two Easts and the Lord of the two Wests. Quran, 55,17. As can be discerned, the words East and West are used in the plural sense in the above verses. For instance, the word Masharik, used in the first verse for East, and the word Magarib used for West, are in plural form, indicating that there are two of each. The words Mashrikain and Maghribain in the last verse are used for two Easts and two Wests. Masharik and Magarib also mean the place where the sun rises and sets. The above verses are therefore referring to different sites of the dawning and closing of the day. It is also worthy of note that the vow is taken by the Lord of the Easts and Wests in the first verse. The axis around which the earth revolves itself is at an angle of 23 degrees 27 minutes. Due to that angle, and the spherical shape of the earth, the light rays from the sun do not always strike it at the same angle. This means that the sun rises at different points in the east and sets at different points in the west. That the expressions regarding east and west in the above verses indicate the sun rising and setting at different points reveals a great wisdom. Allah knows best. Allah's scientific miracles in the Quran. Land loss at the extremities. Don't they see how we come to the land eroding it at its extremities? Quran, 13,41. Don't they see how we come to the land eroding it from its extremities? Quran, 21,44. The earth is bombarded by proton, electron, and alpha particles from the sun. These solar winds are powerful enough to separate the atmosphere from the earth. However, it will take about five times longer than the total life of the sun at the Earth's present rate of matter loss, at most 3 kilograms, 6.6 pounds, per second, for the atmosphere to be used up. Note 32. That is because, thanks to the powerful magnetic field formed by the magnetosphere in the atmosphere, the Earth is to some extent protected from this powerful erosion. The loss of ions oxygen, Helium and hydrogen dispersed over the Earth's ionosphere layer into the depths of space is of much smaller dimensions than the vast layer of air surrounding the Earth. Even so, the amount leaking into space is nevertheless of a significant size. Note 33. Thanks to NASA spacecraft, researchers have obtained concrete evidence that energy explosions on the Sun cause oxygen and other gases to disperse into space from the outer layer of the Earth's atmosphere. Scientists first observed that the Earth experiences a loss of matter from its outer layers on September 24-25, 1998.34. However, the above verses may also be referring to the loss of land on Earth in another regard. At the present time, the polar ice caps are melting and the water level in the oceans is rising. The increasing quantity of water is covering ever more land. As coastal areas come underwater, the land surface or total amount of land is decreasing. Note 35. The expression eroding it from its extremities in the above verses may well be pointing to coastal areas being covered by water. A New York Times report on this subject reads, Over the last century, the average surface temperature of the globe has risen by about 1 degree Fahrenheit, and the rate of warming has accelerated in the last quarter century. That is a significant amount. 
Previous studies of satellite and submarine observations have seemed to establish a warming trend in the northern polar region and raised the possibility of a melting ice cap. Scientists at the Goddard Space Science Institute, a NASA research center in Manhattan, compared data from submarines in the 1950s and 1960s with 1990s observations, demonstrating that the ice cover over the entire Arctic basin has thinned by 45%. Satellite images have revealed that the extent of ice coverage has significantly shrunk in recent years. Note 36. The findings made towards the end of the 20th century help us to understand the wisdom of Sarat Arad 41, and Sarat Alambia 44. This loss at the extremities, as revealed by Allah, may be understood in light of another scientific fact revealed in the Quran. The fact that the Earth, which revolves around its own axis, has a geoid shape, is a fact that has gained acceptance in recent centuries. Research has revealed that the equatorial diameter of the Earth expands under the effect of the force stemming from this rotation, and that it is compressed at its extremities, in other words the poles. Furthermore, since the Earth is in constant rotation this change continues to occur. Indeed, the term Nanksu in Surat Arad 41, translated as eroding, shows that this process of erosion is an ongoing one. It is the force of gravity that has given such celestial bodies as the Earth their spherical form. However, that shape is not exactly spherical, it flattens out somewhat at the poles and thickens at the equator. According to NASA figures, the radius of the Earth is 6,378.1 kilometers or 3,963.2 miles, at the equator but only 6,356.8 kilometers or 3,949.9 miles, from pole to pole. Note 37. This is a difference of some 0.3%. This model of the shape of the Earth was suggested by Sir Isaac Newton in 1687. This fact, revealed in the Quran 1400 years ago, is another of its scientific miracles. Allah's scientific miracles in the Quran. The splitting Earth. I swear, by heaven which returns and the earth which splits. Quran, 86 11-12. The Arabic word sad in the above verse means cracking, splitting apart. Allah's swearing by the splitting of the earth points to an important phenomenon, as do the other scientific miracles in the Quran. Scientists first descended to the depths of the seas and oceans in order to study mineral resources in 1945-1946. One of the most important facts to emerge from that research was the fissured structure of the earth. The rock layer on the external surface of the Earth was split by large numbers of cracks, faults, tens of thousands of kilometers long, running from north to south and east to west. Scientists also realized that there was molten magma under the sea, at depths of 100 to 150 kilometers or 60 to 90 miles. Due to these splits and cracks, lava flows from volcanoes on the seabed. Due to this fissured structure, a significant amount of heat is also given off, and a large part of molten rocks forms the mountains under the oceans. If the Earth did not possess this structure, which allows large amounts of heat to escape from its crust, life on Earth would become impossible. Note 38. There is no doubt that such information, which required such advanced technology to be discovered, 
being given 1,400 years ago is yet another proof that the Quran is the word of Allah. Allah's Scientific Miracles in the Quran The Miraculous Iron Iron is one of the elements highlighted in the Quran. In Surat al-Hadid, meaning iron, we are informed. And we also sent down iron in which there lies great force and which has many uses for mankind. Quran, 57:25. The word Anzalna, translated as we sent down and used for iron in the verse, could be thought of having a metaphorical meaning to explain that iron has been given to benefit people. But, when we take into consideration the literal meaning of the word, which is, being physically sent down from the sky, as in the case of rain and sun rays, we realize that this verse implies a very significant scientific miracle. Because, modern astronomical findings have disclosed that the iron found in our world has come from giant stars in outer space. Note 39. Not only the iron on Earth, but also the iron in the entire solar system, comes from outer space, since the temperature in the sun is inadequate for the formation of iron. The sun has a surface temperature of 6,000 degrees Celsius, and a core temperature of approximately 20 million degrees. Iron can only be produced in much larger stars than the sun, where the temperature reaches a few hundred million degrees. When the amount of iron exceeds a certain level in a star, the star can no longer accommodate it, and it eventually explodes in what is called a nova or a supernova. These explosions make it possible for iron to be given off into space. Note 40. One scientific source provides the following information on this subject. There is also evidence for older supernova events. Enhanced levels of iron-60 in deep-sea sediments have been interpreted as indications that a supernova explosion occurred within 90 light-years of the sun about 5 million years ago. Iron-60 is a radioactive isotope of iron, formed in supernova explosions, which decays with a half-life of 1.5 million years. An enhanced presence of this isotope in a geologic layer indicates the recent nucleosynthesis of elements nearby in space and their subsequent transport to the Earth, perhaps as part of dust grains. Note 41. All this shows that iron did not form on the Earth, but was carried from supernovas, and was sent down, as stated in the verse. It is clear that this fact could not have been known in the 7th century, when the Quran was revealed. Nevertheless, this fact is related in the Quran, the word of Allah, who encompasses all things in his infinite knowledge. Astronomy has also revealed that other elements also formed outside the earth. In the expression we also sent down iron in the verse, the word also may well be referring to that idea. However, the fact that the verse specifically mentions iron is quite astounding, considering that these discoveries were made at the end of the 20th century. In his book Nature's Destiny, the well-known microbiologist Michael Denton emphasizes the importance of iron, of all the metals there is none more essential to life than iron. It is the accumulation of iron in the center of a star which triggers a supernova explosion and the subsequent scattering of the vital atoms of life throughout the cosmos. It was the drawing by gravity of iron atoms to the center of the primeval earth that generated the heat which caused the initial chemical differentiation of the earth the outgassing of the early atmosphere, and ultimately the formation of the hydrosphere. It is molten iron in the center of the Earth which, acting like a gigantic dynamo, generates the Earth's magnetic field, 
which in turn creates the Van Allen radiation belts that shield the Earth's surface from destructive high-energy penetrating cosmic radiation and preserve the crucial ozone layer from cosmic ray destruction. Without the iron atom, there would be no carbon-based life in the cosmos, no supernovae, no heating of the primitive Earth, no atmosphere or hydrosphere. There would be no protective magnetic field, no Van Allen radiation belts, no ozone layer, no metal to make hemoglobin, in human blood, no metal to tame the reactivity of oxygen, and no oxidative metabolism. The intriguing and intimate relationship between life and iron, between the red color of blood and the dying of some distant star, not only indicates the relevance of metals to biology but also the biocentricity of the cosmos. 42. This account clearly indicates the importance of the iron atom. The fact that particular attention is drawn to iron in the Quran also emphasizes the importance of the element. In addition, there is another hidden truth in the Quran which draws attention to the importance of iron, Surat al-Hadid 25, which refers to iron, contains two rather interesting mathematical codes. Al-Hadid is the 57th surah in the Quran. The abjad of the word al-Hadid in Arabic, when the numerological values of its letters are added up, is also 57. For abjad calculations see the section on numerological calculations, abjad, in the Quran. The numerological value of the word hadid alone is 26. And 26 is the atomic number of iron. Moreover, iron oxide particles were used in a cancer treatment in recent months and positive developments were observed. A team led by Dr. Andreas Jordan, at the world-famous Charit Hospital in Germany, succeeded in destroying cancer cells with this new technique developed for the treatment of cancer magnetic fluid hypothermia, high-temperature magnetic liquid. As a result of this technique, first performed on the 26-year-old Nicolas H., no new cancer cells were observed in the patient in the following three months. This method of treatment can be summarized as follows. 1. A liquid containing iron oxide particles is injected into the tumor by means of a special syringe. These particles spread throughout the tumor cells. This liquid consists of thousands of millions of particles, 1,000 times smaller than the red blood corpuscles, of iron oxide in one cubic centimeter that can easily flow through all blood vessels. Note 43. 2. The patient is then placed in a machine with a powerful magnetic field. 3. This magnetic field, applied externally, begins to set the iron particles in the tumor in motion. During this time the temperature in the tumor containing the iron oxide particles rises by up to 45 degrees Celsius. 4. In a few minutes the cancer cells, unable to protect themselves from the heat, are either weakened or destroyed. The tumor may then be completely eradicated with subsequent chemotherapy. Note 44. In this treatment it is only the cancer cells that are affected by the magnetic field, since only they contain the iron oxide particles. The spread of this technique is a major development in the treatment of this potentially lethal disease. In the treatment of such a widespread disease as cancer, the use of the expression iron in which there lies great force and which has many uses for humanity, Quran, 57.25, in the Quran is particularly noteworthy. Indeed, in that verse, the Quran may be indicating the benefits of iron for human health. Allah knows best. Allah's scientific miracles in the Quran. The formation of petrol. 
Glorify the name of your Lord, the Most High, He who created and molded, He who determined and guided, He who brings forth green pasture, then makes it black and stubble. Quran, 87 1-5. As we know, petrol forms from the remains of plants and animals in the sea. Once these have decayed on the seabed after millions of years, all that is left are oily substances. These, under layers of mud and rock, then turn into petrol and gas. Movements in the earth's crust sometimes lead to the sea petrifying and to the rocks containing petrol being buried thousands of meters deep. The petrol that forms sometimes leaks through the pores in the rock layers from several kilometers down, and rises to the surface, where it vaporizes, turns into gas, leaving a mass of bitumen behind. The three elements identified in the first four verses of Surat al-Ala parallel the formation of petroleum. It is quite likely that the term marah, meaning pasture or meadow, refers to the organically based substances in the formation of petroleum. The second word of note in the verse is awa, used to describe blackish-green, greenish-black, dark or sooty colors. This word can be thought of as describing the waste plant matter accumulated underground gradually turning black since these words are supported by a third word, gutar dot. The word gutar translated as stubble, can also mean flood water plants, plants brought together by waste matter being collected and dispersed around valleys, rubbish, leaves, or foam. In addition to the connotation of vomiting out implied in the word, it may also be translated as to flood forth vomited matter, and describes the way that the earth vomits forth petroleum. In fact, in the light of the formation of petroleum, the way it emerges, its foam-like appearance and its color, one can better see with what wisdom were employed the words in the verses. As has been discussed, the plant in the verse turning into a dark and viscous liquid bears a strong resemblance to the formation of petroleum. The description of such a formation over many years, at a time when the formation of petroleum was unknown, is without doubt another proof that the Quran is the revelation of Allah. Allah's Scientific Miracles in the Quran The Relativity of Time Today, the relativity of time is a proven scientific fact. This was revealed by Einstein's theory of relativity during the early part of the 20th century. Until then, it was not known that time was relative, nor that it could change according to the circumstances. Yet, the renowned scientist Albert Einstein proved this fact by discovering the theory of relativity. He showed that time is dependent on mass and velocity. However, the Quran had already included information about times being relative. Some verses about the subject read. A day with your Lord is equivalent to a thousand years in the way you count. Quran, 22:47. He directs the whole affair from heaven to earth. Then it will again ascend to him on a day whose length is a thousand years by the way you measure. Quran, 32:5. The angels and the Spirit ascend to him in a day whose length is fifty thousand years. Quran, 70:4. The fact that the relativity of time is so definitely mentioned in the Quran, which began to be revealed in 610, is more evidence that it is a divine book. Allah's Scientific Miracles in the Quran Creation in Six Days Your Lord is Allah, who created the heavens and the earth in six days and then settled himself firmly on the throne. Quran, 7 54. 
One example of the harmony between the Quran and modern science is the subject of the age of the universe. Cosmologists estimate the age of the universe as 16 to 17 billion years. The Quran states that the entire universe was created in six days. These two time frames, which may seem contradictory, are actually surprisingly compatible. In fact, both these figures concerning the age of the universe are correct. In other words, the universe was created in six days, as revealed in the Quran, and this period corresponds to 16 to 17 billion years in the way that we experience time. In 1915 Einstein proposed that time was relative, that the passage of time altered according to space, the speed of the person traveling and the force of gravity at that moment. Bearing in mind these differences in the passage of time, the period of time in which the universe was created as revealed in seven different verses of the Quran is actually highly compatible with scientists' estimations. The six-day period revealed in the Quran can be thought of as six periods. Because, Taking into account the relativity of time, a day refers only to a 24-hour period experienced on Earth under current conditions. Elsewhere in the universe, however, at another time and under other conditions, a day could refer to a much longer period of time. Indeed, the word ayam in the period of six days, sitatayam, in these verses, Quran 32 colon 4, 10 3, 11 7, 25.59, 57 4, 50.38, and 7.54, means not only days, but also age, period, moment, term. In the first period of the universe, the passage of time took place much faster than that with which we are familiar today. The reason for this is that, at the moment of the Big Bang, our universe was compressed into a very small point. The expansion of the universe and increase in its volume ever since the moment of that explosion has extended the borders of the universe to millions of light years. Indeed, the stretching of space ever since that moment has had very important ramifications for universal time. The energy at the moment of the Big Bang slowed down the flow of time, one million million, times. When the universe was created the speed of universal time was higher up to a million million times, as time is experienced today. In other words, a million million minutes on Earth is the equivalent of just one minute in universal time. When a six-day period of time is calculated according to the relativity of time, it equates to six million million, six trillion, days. That is because universal time flows a million million times faster than time on Earth. Calculated in terms of years, 6 trillion days equates to approximately 16.427 billion years. This is within the estimated range for the age of the universe. 6 trillion days divided 365.25 is equal to 16.42710 for 723 billion years on the other hand, each of the 6 days of creation equates to very different periods, as we perceive time. The reason for this is that the speed of the passage of time declines in proportion to the expansion of the universe. Ever since the Big Bang, as the size of the universe doubled, so the passage of time halved. As the universe grew, the speed at which the universe doubled increasingly slowed down. This rate of expansion is a scientific fact acknowledged the world over and described in the textbook The Fundamentals of Physical Cosmology. When we calculate every day of creation in terms of earth time, the following situation emerges. Looked at from the moment when time began, 
The first day of creation, first phase, lasted 24 hours. This period, however, is the equivalent of 8 billion years in Earth terms. The second day of creation, second phase, lasted 24 hours. This, however, lasted half as long, in our terms, as the preceding day, in other words 4 billion years. The third day, third phase, lasted half as long as the second day, in other words 2 billion years. The fourth day, fourth phase, lasted 1 billion years. The fifth day, fifth phase, lasted 500 million years. And the sixth day, sixth phase, lasted 250 million years. Conclusion, when the six days of creation, in other words the six phases, are added together in earth terms, the resulting figure is 15,750,000,000 years. This figure displays an enormous parallel with modern-day estimations. This conclusion is one of the facts revealed by 21st-century science. Science has once again confirmed a fact revealed in the Quran 1,400 years ago. This harmony between the Quran and science is one of the miraculous proofs that the Quran is the revelation of Allah, the Creator, the Omniscient. Allah's Scientific Miracles in the Quran The Truth of Destiny But you will not will unless Allah wills. Allah is all-knowing, all-wise. Quran, 76,30 As a result of experiments he performed in 1973, Professor Benjamin Libet, a neurophysiologist at the University of California, revealed that all our decisions and choices are set out beforehand, and that consciousness only comes into play half a second after everything has been determined. Know at 45. This is interpreted by other neurophysiologists as meaning that we actually live in the past and that our consciousness is like a monitor which shows us everything half a second later. Therefore, none of the experiences we perceive are in real time, but are delayed by up to half a second from the real events themselves. Libet carried out his research by making use of the fact that brain surgery can be performed without the use of narcosis, in other words while the subject is fully conscious. Libet stimulated the brains of his subjects with small electrical currents, and when they experienced a perception that their hands had been touched the subjects said that they had felt that touch almost half a second before. As a result of his measurements, Libet arrived at the following conclusion. All perceptions are normally transmitted to the brain. As these are subconsciously evaluated and interpreted, the ego is unaware of anything. The information that appears before our minds, in other words that we can be aware of, is transmitted to the cortex, the seat of consciousness, after a certain delay. Note 46. The conclusion from this may be summarized as follows, the decision to move a muscle takes place before that decision reaches the consciousness. There is always a delay between a neurological or perceptual process and our becoming aware of the thought, feeling, perception or movement it represents. To put it another way, we can only be aware of a decision after that decision has been taken. In Professor Libet's experiments, this delay varies between 350 and 500 milliseconds, although the conclusion that emerges is in no way dependent upon those figures. Because, according to Libet, whatever the length of that delay it makes no difference whether it is great or small, whether it lasts an hour or a microsecond our physical life is always in the past. This demonstrates that every thought, emotion, 
perception or movement happens before reaching our consciousness, and that proves that the future is entirely outside our control. Note 47. In other experiments, Professor Libet left the choice of when the subjects would move their fingers up to them. The brains of the subjects were monitored at the moment their fingers moved, and it was observed that the relevant brain cells went into action before the subjects actually took the decision. To put it another way, the command do, reaches the individual, and the brain is ready to perform the action, the individual only becomes aware of this half a second later. He or she does not take a decision to act and then performs that action, but rather performs an action predetermined for him or her. Yet, the brain makes an adjustment, removing any recognition that the individual is actually living in the past. For that reason, at the moment we refer to as now, we are actually living something determined in the past. As already discussed, these studies manifest the fact that everything happens by the will of Allah, as revealed in Surat al-Insan 30. See Horun Yahaya, Timelessness and the Reality of Fate, Good Word Books, New Delhi, 2001. Allah's Scientific Miracles in the Quran Duality in Creation Glory be to him who created all the pairs, from what the earth produces and from themselves and from things unknown to them. Quran, 36,36 While male and female is equivalent to the concept of pair, things unknown to them, as expressed in the Quran, bears a broader meaning. Indeed, we encounter one of the meanings pointed to in the verse in the present day. The British physicist Paul Dirac, who discovered that matter was created in pairs, won the Nobel Prize for Physics in 1933. This finding, known as parity, revealed the duality known as matter and antimatter. Antimatter bears the opposite characteristics to matter. For instance, contrary to matter, antimatter electrons are positive and protons negative. This fact is expressed in a scientific source as follows, every particle has its antiparticle of opposite charge. T. He uncertainty relation tells us that pair creation and pair annihilation happen in the vacuum at all times, in all places. Note 48. Another example of duality in creation is plants. Botanists only discovered that there is a gender distinction in plants some 100 years ago. Note 49. Yet, the fact that plants are created in pairs was revealed in the following verses of the Quran 1400 years ago. It is Allah who created the heavens with no support you can see them and cast firmly embedded mountains on the earth so that it would not move under you, and scattered about in it creatures of every kind. And we send down water from the sky and make every generous plant grow in it, in pairs. Quran. 31.10. It is he who made the earth a cradle for you and threaded pathways for you through it and sent down water from the sky by which we have brought forth diverse pairs of plants. Quran, 20.53. In the same way, fruits, are of two types, male or female. As the Quran proclaims. He stretched out earth and placed firmly embedded mountains and rivers in it, and made two types, male and female of every kind of fruit. He covers over day with night. There are signs in that for people who reflect. Quran, 13,3. The word Zajani, translated as two types, comes from Zavaj, meaning one of a pair. 
As we know, fruits are the final product produced by ripening plants. The stage before fruit is the flower. Flowers also have male and female organs. When pollen is carried to the flower and fertilization takes place, they begin to bear fruit. The fruit gradually ripens and starts to release seeds. The fact that fruits have gender-specific features is another piece of scientific information indicated in the Quran. Allah's Scientific Miracles in the Quran Subatomic Particles Following the development of the atomic theory of the Greek philosopher Democritus, people used to believe that matter consisted of minute, indivisible and indestructible particles known as atoms. However, advances in the study of atoms have refuted this notion. At the present time, modern science has revealed that the atom, previously regarded as the smallest particle, can actually be split. This fact only emerged in the last century, but was revealed in the Quran 1400 years ago. He is the Noah of the unseen, whom not an atom's weight eludes, either in the heavens or in the earth, nor is there anything smaller or larger than that which is not in a clear book. Quran, 34,3. Not even an atom's weight eludes your Lord, either on earth or in heaven. Nor is there anything smaller than that, or larger, which is not in a clear book. Quran, 10,61. This verse refers to atom and smaller particles still. Up until 20 years ago, it was believed that the smallest particles were the protons and neutrons which comprise the atom. Very recently, However, even smaller particles of which these themselves consist were discovered. A specialized branch of physics, called particle physics, emerged to study these subparticles and their particular behavior. Particle physics research has revealed that the protons and neutrons which comprise the atoms actually consist of subparticles known as quarks. The size of these quarks, the basic components of protons, whose small size is beyond human conception, is astonishing. 10 to the power of minus 18, 0.0000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000
by swearing upon the position of stars. And I swear by the stars' positions and that is a mighty oath if you only knew. Quran, 56-75-76 The term black hole was first employed in 1969 by the American physicist John Wheeler. Previously, we imagined that we were able to see all the stars. However, it later emerged that there were stars in space whose light we were unable to perceive. Because, the light of these collapsed stars disappears. Light cannot escape from a black hole because it is such a high concentration of mass in a small space. The enormous gravitation captures even the fastest particles, i.e. the photons. For example, the final stage of a typical star, three times the mass of the sun, ends after its burning out and its implosion as a black hole of only 20 kilometers, 12.5 miles, in diameter. Black holes are black, i.e. veiled from direct observation. They nevertheless reveal themselves indirectly, by the tremendous suction which their gravitational force exerts on other heavenly bodies. As well as depictions of the Day of Judgment, the verse below may also be pointing to this scientific discovery about black holes. When the stars are extinguished. Quran, 77 8. Moreover, stars of great mass also cause warps to be perceived in space. Black holes, however, do not just cause warps in space but also tear holes in it. That is why these collapsed stars are known as black holes. This fact may be referred to in the verse about stars, and this is another important item of information demonstrating that the Quran is the word of Allah. I swear, by heaven and the Tariq. And what will convey to you what the Tariq is? The star piercing, the darkness. Quran, 86-1-3 Allah's scientific miracles in the Quran. Pulsars, pulsating stars. I swear, by heaven and the Tariq. And what will convey to you what the Tariq is? The star piercing, the darkness. Quran, 86-1-3 The word Tariq, name of the Surah 86, comes from the root Tariq, whose basic meaning is that of striking hard enough to produce a sound, or hitting. Bearing in mind the word's possible meaning as beating, striking hard, our attention may be being drawn in this Surah to an important scientific fact. Before analyzing this information, let us look at the other words employed in the verse to describe these stars. The term Altariki in the above verse means a star that pierces the night, that pierces the darkness, born at night, piercing and moving on, beating, striking, or sharp star. Furthermore, the term WA draws attention to the things being sworn on the heaven and the Tariq. Through research carried out by Jocelyn Bell Burnell, at Cambridge University in 1967, a regular radio signal was identified. Until that time, however, it was not known that that there was a heavenly body that could be the source of regular pulse or beating rather like that of the heart. In 1967, however, astronomers stated that, as matter grows denser in the core as it revolves around its own axis, the star's magnetic field also grows stronger, and thus gives rise to a magnetic field at its poles one trillion times stronger than that of Earth. They realized that a body revolving so fast and with such a powerful magnetic field emits rays consisting of very powerful radio waves in a conic form at every revolution. Shortly afterwards, it was also realized that the source of these signals is the rapid revolution of neutron stars.
These newly discovered neutron stars are known as pulsars. These stars, which turn into pulsars through supernova explosions, are of the greatest mass, and are the brightest and fastest moving bodies in the universe. Some pulsars revolve 600 times a second. Note 51. The word pulsar comes from the verb to pulse. According to the American Heritage Dictionary, the word means to pulsate, to beat. Encarta Dictionary defines it as to beat rhythmically, to move or throb with a strong regular rhythm. Again, according to the Encarta Dictionary, the word pulsate, which comes from the same root, means to expand and contract with a strong regular beat. Following that discovery, it was realized that the phenomenon described in the Quran as Tariq, beating, bore a great similarity to the neutron stars known as pulsars. Neutron stars form as the nuclei of supergiant stars collapse. The highly compressed and dense matter, in the form of a rapidly revolving sphere, entraps and squeezes most of the star's weight and magnetic field. The powerful magnetic field created by these rapidly revolving neutron stars has been shown to cause the emission of powerful radio waves observable on Earth. In the third verse of Surat at Tariq, the term Ulnajmu Ulfakibu, meaning piercing, moving on, or opening holes, indicates that Tariq is a bright star that pierces a hole in the darkness and moves on. The concept of the term Adraka in the expression and what will convey to you what the Tariq is, refers to comprehension. Pulsars, formed through the compression of stars several times the size of the sun, are among those celestial bodies that are hard to comprehend. The question in the verse emphasizes how hard it is to comprehend this beating star. Allah knows best. As discussed, the stars described as Tariq in the Quran bear a close similarity to the pulsars described in the 20th century, and may reveal to us another scientific miracle of the Quran. Allah's Scientific Miracles in the Quran The Star Sirius When certain concepts mentioned in the Quran are studied in the light of 21st century scientific discoveries we find ourselves imparted with yet more miracles of the Quran. One of these is the Star Sirius, mentioned in Surat An-Najm 49. It is he who is the Lord of Sirius. Quran, 53, 49 the fact that the Arabic word shura, the equivalent of the star Sirius, appears only in Surat An-Najm, meaning only star, 49 is particularly striking. Because, considering the irregularity in the movement of Sirius, the brightest star in the night sky, as their starting point, scientists discovered that it was actually a double star. Sirius is actually a set of two stars, known as Sirius A and Sirius B. The larger of these is Sirius A which is also the closer to the Earth and the brightest star that can be seen with the naked eye. Sirius B, however, cannot be seen without a telescope. The Sirius double stars orbit in ellipses about one another. The orbital period of Sirius A and B about their common center of gravity is 49.9 years. This scientific data is today accepted with one accord by the departments of astronomy at Harvard, Ottawa, and Leicester universities. Note 52. This information is reported as follows in various sources, Sirius, the brightest star, is actually a twin star. Its orbit lasts 49.9 years. Note 53. 
As is known, the stars Sirius A and Sirius B orbit each other in a double bow every 49.9 years. Note 54. The point requiring attention here is the double, bow-shaped orbit of the two stars around one another. However, this scientific fact, the accuracy of which was only realized in the late 20th century, was miraculously indicated in the Quran 1400 years ago. When verses 49 and 9 of Surat and Najm are read together, this miracle becomes apparent. It is he who is the Lord of Sirius. Quran, 53, 49. He was two bow lengths away or even closer. Quran, 53:9. The description in Surat and Najm the 9th of May also describe how these two stars approach one another in their orbits. Allah knows best. This scientific fact, that nobody could have known at the time of the revelation of the Quran, once again proves that the Quran is the word of Almighty Allah. Allah's scientific miracles in the Quran. Light and Dark Praise belongs to Allah who created the heavens and the earth and appointed darkness and light. Quran, 6 1 We all know that without light a person cannot see his surroundings with the naked eye. However, the light that we can see is only a very small part of all light-emitting energy. There are other kinds of light-emitting energy that human beings cannot perceive, such as infrared, ultraviolet, x-rays, and radio waves. Human beings are effectively blind to such light waves. It is interesting, therefore, that the word for darkness in the Quran is always in the plural. The Arabic word, fulumat, is used in the plural in 23 verses of the Quran, and never used in the singular. The use of the word darkness in the Quran indicates that in addition to those light waves we can see, there may also be other kinds. Only recently did scientists discover why the plural may have been used here. Wavelengths vary in a form of energy known as electromagnetic radiation. All the different forms of electromagnetic radiation behave as energy waves in space. This can be compared to the waves which form when a stone is thrown into a pond. As the waves on a pond can be of different sizes, so electromagnetic radiation has different sized waves. Stars and other sources of light do not all give off the same kind of emissions. These different rays are classified according to their wavelengths. The spectrum of wavelengths is quite wide. There is a 1025 difference between gamma rays, with the smallest size wavelength, and radio waves, which are the largest. Nearly all the rays emitted by the sun are squeezed into just one part of this 1025 spectrum. In order to better understand the colossal dimensions of this figure, it will be useful to make a comparison. If we wanted to count to 1025, and if we counted day and night without pause, it would take us 100 million times the age of the earth to finish. The different wavelengths in the universe are distributed within a spectrum of just such a size. 70% of the different wavelengths emitted by the sun are limited to a very narrow spectrum between 0.3 microns and 1.5 microns. There are three kinds of light within that band, visible light, infrared light and ultraviolet light. Despite occupying a band less than 1 in 1025, the rays known as visible light represent 41% of all the sun's rays. As has been discussed, electromagnetic waves perceivable to the human eye are responsible for only a very small part of the light spectrum. 
The other regions represent only darkness for human beings, who are blind to wavelengths outside that band. Point 55. Allah's Scientific Miracles in the Quran Combustion without fire Allah is the light of the heavens and the earth. The metaphor of his light is that of a niche in which is a lamp, the lamp inside a glass, the glass like a brilliant star, lit from a blessed tree, an olive, neither of the east nor of the west, its oil all but giving off light even if no fire touches it. Light upon light Allah guides to his light whoever he wills and Allah makes metaphors for mankind and Allah has knowledge of all things. Quran, 24.35 This verse refers to something that emits light. This light-emitting entity is compared to a star. The fact that the fuel used by this star-like, light-emitting body belongs to neither east nor west may be an indication that the body has no physical dimensions. If one assumes that the fuel source is in an energy dimension, then it is very likely that the fuel in the verse refers to electrical energy, and the light-emitting body to a light bulb. A bulb is a body which shines like a star and emits light, inside glass, and that is in full conformity with the description in the verse. Unlike oil lamps and gas lamps, light bulbs do not burn oil, and, in line with the description supplied in the verse, combustion without fire takes place inside it. As a result of the vibration among the atoms of the heat-resistant tungsten wire, the temperature inside the bulb rises to over 2000 degrees Celsius. This temperature, which would melt other metals, is so high that it gives rise to a powerful, visible light. Despite that heat, however, no combustion takes place, again in line with the verse, since the bulb contains no oxygen. In addition, the filament inside the bulb closely resembles a bright star. If we bear in mind the fact that electricity is one of the greatest discoveries in the history of the world, and that it lights just about the entire world by means of bulbs, then we may well assume that the verse may be pointing to this major discovery. Allah knows best. Another explanation could be that the light is emitted as a result of the nuclear reaction in stars. Stars are bright, hot, rotating masses of gas which emit large quantities of light and heat as a result of nuclear reactions. Most newly forming large stars begin to collapse under the weight of their own gravitational pull. That means that their centers are hotter and denser. When the matter in the center of the star is sufficiently heated when it reaches at least 10 million degrees Celsius, 18 million degrees Fahrenheit, nuclear reactions begin. Note 56. What happens inside a star is that with enormous energy, fusion, hydrogen turns into helium. Nuclear fusion takes the particles that make up hydrogen and sticks them together to make helium, one helium atom is made from four hydrogen atoms. In order to make the protons and neutrons in the helium stick together, the atom gives off tremendous energy. The energy released in the process is radiated from the surface of the star as light and heat. When the hydrogen is consumed, the star then begins to burn with helium, in exactly the same way, and heavier elements are formed. These reactions continue until the mass of the star has been consumed. However, since oxygen is not used in these reactions inside stars, the result is not ordinary combustion, such as that takes place when burning a piece of wood. The combustion seen as giant flames in stars does not actually derive from fire. Indeed, burning of just this kind is described in the verse. If one also thinks that the verse refers to a star, 
its fuel and combustion without fire, then one can also think that it is referring to the emission of light and mode of combustion in stars. Allah knows best. Allah's scientific miracles in the Quran. The weight of clouds. The weight of clouds can reach quite astonishing proportions. For example, a cumulonimbus cloud, commonly known as the thunder cloud, can contain up to 300,000 tons of water. The fact that a mass of 300,000 tons of water can remain aloft is truly amazing. Attention is drawn to the weight of clouds in other verses of the Quran, it is he who sends out the winds, bringing advance news of his mercy, so that when they have lifted up the heavy clouds, we dispatch them to a dead land and send down water to it, by means of which we bring forth all kinds of fruit. Quran, 7,57. It is he who shows you the lightning, striking fear and bringing hope, it is he who heaps up the heavy clouds. Quran, 13,12. At the time when the Quran was revealed, of course, it was quite impossible to have any information about the weight of clouds. This information, revealed in the Quran, but discovered only recently, is yet another proof that the Quran is the word of Allah. Allah's scientific miracles in the Quran. Rain in measured amounts. Another item of information provided in the Quran about rain is that it is sent down to earth in due measure. This is mentioned in Surat Azad Zukruf as follows. It is he who sends down water in measured amounts from the sky by which we bring a dead land back to life. That is how you too will be raised, from the dead. Quran, 43,11. This measured quantity in rain has again been discovered by modern research. It is estimated that in one second, approximately 16 million tons of water evaporates from the earth. This figure amounts to 513 trillion tons of water in one year. This number is equal to the amount of rain that falls on the earth in a year. Therefore, water continuously circulates in a balanced cycle, according to a measure. Life on earth depends on this water cycle. Even if all the available technology in the world were to be employed for this purpose, this cycle could not be reproduced artificially. Even a minor deviation in this equilibrium would soon give rise to a major ecological imbalance that would bring about the end of life on earth. Yet, it never happens, and rain continues to fall every year in exactly the same measure, just as revealed in the Quran. The proportion of rain does not merely apply to its quantity, but also to the speed of the falling raindrops. The speed of raindrops, regardless of their size, does not exceed a certain limit. Philip Leonard, a German physicist who received the Nobel Prize in Physics in 1905, found that the full speed increased with drop diameter until a size of 4.5 mm, 0.18 inch. For larger drops, however, the fall speed did not increase beyond 8 meters per second, 26 feet per second. Note 57. He attributed this to the changes in drop shape caused by the airflow as the drop size increased. The change in shape thus increased the air resistance of the drop and slowed its fall rate. As can be seen, the Quran may also be drawing our attention to the subtle adjustment in rain which could not have been known 1,400 years ago. Allah's Scientific Miracles in the Quran How Rain Forms How rain was formed remained a great mystery for quite some time. 
Only after the weather radar was invented was it possible to discover the stages by which rain is formed. According to this discovery, the formation of rain takes place in three stages. First, the raw material of rain rises up into the air with the wind. Later, clouds are formed, and finally raindrops appear. The Quran's account of the formation of rain refers exactly to this process. In one verse, this formation is described in this way. It is Allah who sends the winds which stir up clouds which he spreads about the sky however he wills. He forms them into dark clumps and you see the rain come pouring out from the middle of them. When he makes it fall on those of his servants he wills, they rejoice. Quran, 30.48 Now, let us examine these three stages outlined in the verse in more detail. First stage. It is Allah who sends the winds. Countless air bubbles formed by the foaming of the oceans continuously burst and cause water particles to be ejected towards the sky. These particles, which are rich in salt, are then carried away by winds and rise upward in the atmosphere. These particles, which are called aerosols, function as water traps, and form cloud drops by collecting around the water vapor themselves, which rises from the seas as tiny droplets. Second stage which stir up clouds which he spreads about the sky however he wills. He forms them into dark clumps. The clouds are formed from water vapor that condenses around the salt crystals or dust particles in the air. Because the water droplets in these clouds are very small, with a diameter between 0.01 and 0.02 millimeters, the clouds are suspended in the air and spread across the sky. Thus, the sky is covered in clouds. Third stage. And you see the rain come pouring out from the middle of them the water particles that surround salt crystals and dust particles thicken and form raindrops, so, drops that become heavier than the air leave the clouds and start to fall to the ground as rain. As already discussed, every stage in the formation of rain is related in the verses of the Quran. Furthermore, these stages are explained in exactly the right sequence. Just as with many other natural phenomena on the earth, Allah gave the most correct explanation of this phenomenon, and made it known in the Quran centuries before it was discovered. In another verse, the following information is given about the formation of rain. Haven't you seen how Allah drives along the clouds, then joins them together, then makes them into a stack, and then you see the rain come out of it? And he sends down from the sky mountain masses, of clouds, with cold hail in them, striking with it anyone he wills and averting it from anyone he wills. The brightness of his lightning almost blinds the sight. Quran, 24:43. Scientists studying cloud types came across surprising results with regards to the formation of rain clouds. Rain clouds are formed and shaped according to definite systems and stages. The stages of formation of one kind of rain cloud, cumulonimbus, are these. 1. Stage, being driven along, clouds are carried along, that is, they are driven along, by the wind. 2. Stage, joining, then, small clouds, cumulonimbus clouds, driven along by the wind join together, forming a larger cloud. Note 58. 3. Stage, stacking, when the small clouds join together, updrafts within the larger cloud increase. The updrafts near the center of the cloud are stronger than those near the edges. 
These updrafts cause the cloud body to grow vertically, so the cloud is stacked up. This vertical growth causes the cloud body to stretch into cooler regions of the atmosphere, where drops of water and hail formulate and begin to grow larger and larger. When these drops of water and hail become too heavy for the updrafts to support them, they begin to fall from the cloud as rain, hail, etc. Note 59. We must remember that meteorologists have only recently come to know these details about cloud formation, structure, and function, by using advanced equipment like planes, satellites, computers etc. It is evident that Allah has provided us information that could not have been known 1,400 years ago. Allah's Scientific Miracles in the Quran The Quivering and Swelling of the Earth And you see the earth dead and barren. Then, when we send down water onto it, it quivers and swells and sprouts with luxuriant plants of every kind. Quran, 22.5 The Arabic word for quivers is itazat, meaning to set in motion, come alive, quiver, move, stir, the movement and stretching of a plant. The word rabat, translated as swells, bears the meanings to increase, grow in number, swell, grow, develop, rise, of a plant, provision, fill with air. These words describe in the most appropriate manner the changes that occur in the molecular structure of soil during rain. The motion described in the verse is different from the movement of earth's crust, such as when a portion of it moves to produce an earthquake, for it is only the soil particles that are moving. These particles are composed of layers, each of which is on top of the other. When water penetrates the layers, it causes the swelling of mud particles. The stages referred to in the verse can be scientifically explained as follows. 1. Quivering of the soil, the electrostatic charge on the particle surface that appears after the water falls on the soil in sufficient amount would cause its instability and quivering movements. This movement is stabilized only after this charge has been neutralized with an opposing one. The soil particles moving and quivering is also due to its collision with water particles. Since the water particles move in no specific direction, the soil particles move as they are struck from all sides. Robert Brown, a Scottish botanist, discovered in 1827 that when raindrops fall on the soil, they cause a kind of shaking and vibration in the soil molecules. He described this movement of microscopic particles, which today is known as the Brownian motion, 60. 2. Swelling of the soil, when it rains, those raindrops hitting the soil cause its particles to swell and increase in volume. This is because when there is abundant water, the space between soil particles, which allows water particles and dissolved ions to enter, increases. When water and the nourishing elements dissolved in it diffuse between the layers, the size of the soil particles increases. Consequently, these particles serve as water deposits that bring the soil to life. It is due to Allah's infinite grace upon humanity that this water is stored in this manner without seeping downward due to the action of gravity. If the soil could not hold water and these mineral deposits could not be laid down in the soil, the water would soak into earth's deepest parts and, because of its resulting absence, all plants would soon die. However, our Lord has created the soil in such a way that various products can emerge from it. 3. Sprouting of the earth when there is enough water in the soil, the seeds become active and absorb simple nutritious material. 
Growing plants meet their water requirements for two to three months from these deposits. The above verse describes, in three stages, what happens when rain falls onto dry ground, the soil particles quiver, and the soil swells and then brings forth various products. These stages, which the Quran revealed 1,400 years ago, are strikingly parallel to the scientific descriptions. Another verse reveals this about plants. A sign for them is the dead land that we bring to life and from which we bring forth grain, of which they eat. Quran, 36,33. Allah's scientific miracles in the Quran. Rains which bring a dead land back to life. The rain's function of bringing a dead land back to life is indicated in several verses of the Quran. We send down from heaven pure water so that by it we can bring a dead land to life and give drink to many of the animals and people we created. Quran, 25,48-49. As well as bringing water, an essential requirement for living things, to the earth, the rain also has a fertilizing property. Drops of rain which evaporate from the sea and reach the clouds contain certain substances which revitalize dead soil. These raindrops with such revitalizing properties are called surface tension droplets. These form from the top layer of the surface of the sea, called the microlayer by biologists, in this surface layer, less than one-tenth of a millimeter thick, are found large quantities of organic waste formed from the decomposition of microscopic algae and zooplanktons. Some of these wastes collect and absorb elements such as phosphorus, magnesium and potassium, which are rarely found in seawater, as well as heavy metals such as copper, zinc, cobalt and lead. Seeds and plants on the surface of the earth receive large quantities of the mineral salts and elements they need to grow from these raindrops. The Quran refers to this in these terms. And we sent down blessed water from the sky and made gardens grow by it and grain for harvesting. Quran, 50.9. These salts which descend with the rain are examples in miniature of fertilizers traditionally used to enhance productivity, calcium, magnesium, potassium etc. Heavy metals of the kind found in aerosols create elements which increase productivity during growth and production of plants. In short, rain is an important fertilizer. With the fertilizer provided by rain alone, within a hundred years, a soil of poor quality can obtain all the elements necessary for plants. Forests also grow and are nourished with help from these chemicals which originate from the sea. In this way, every year some 150 million tons of particles of fertilizer fall to earth. Were it not for this fertilizing function, there would have been far fewer plants on the earth and the balance of life would have been disturbed. The information about the revitalization of plants in the verse is just one of the countless miraculous properties of the Quran. Allah's Scientific Miracles in the Quran The Formation of Hail, Thunder and Lightning He sends down mountains from the sky with hail inside them, striking with it anyone he wills and averting it from anyone he wills. The brightness of his lightning almost blinds the sight. Quran 24:43 The above verse refers to hail and lightning. When the formation of hail and lightning are examined, it can be seen that an important meteorological truth is being indicated in this verse. About the formation of lightning and hail, 
The book Meteorology Today says that a cloud becomes electrified as hail falls through a region in the cloud of supercooled droplets and ice crystals. Liquid droplets freeze and release latent heat as they collide with a hailstone. This keeps the surface of the hailstone warmer than that of the surrounding ice crystals. An important phenomenon occurs when the hailstone comes in contact with an ice crystal, electrons flow from the colder object toward the warmer one. In this way, the hailstone becomes negatively charged. This effect also occurs when supercooled droplets come in contact with a hailstone and small pieces of positively charged ice break off. These particles, which are lighter and positively charged, are carried to the upper part of the cloud by currents of air. The hail has a negative charge now, and falls towards the bottom of the cloud, thus the lower part of the cloud becomes negatively charged. These negative charges are then discharged as lightning. It may be concluded from this that hail is the main factor in the formation of lightning. Note 61. In the following verse, however, attention is drawn to the link between rain clouds and lightning, and to the order of formation, information that parallels that discovered by science. Or, their likeness is, that of a storm cloud in the sky, full of darkness, thunder and lightning. They put their fingers in their ears against the thunderclaps, fearful of death. Quran, 2,19. Rain clouds are tremendous masses covering 20 to 260 square meters, 10 to 100 square miles, and reaching great vertical heights of 9,000 to 12,000 meters, 30,000 to 40,000 feet. Due to these extraordinary dimensions, the lower part of these clouds are dark. It is impossible for the sun's rays to pass through them, because of the large quantities of water and ice particles they contain. Very little solar energy therefore reaches the earth through the clouds, which is why the clouds appear dark to someone looking up at them. Note 62. The stages of the formation of thunder and lightning after that darkness, mentioned in the verse, are as follows, an electrical charge forms inside the rain cloud. This comes about as a result of such processes as freezing, the division of raindrops and charge formation during contact. The accumulation of such electrical charges, when the air between becomes unable to insulate them, leads to a great spark, a discharge between the positive and negative fields. The voltage between two oppositely charged areas can reach 1 billion volts. The spark can also form within the cloud, can cross between two clouds, from a positively charged area to a negative one, or be discharged from the cloud to the ground. These sparks form dazzling lightning strikes. This sudden increase in the electrical charge along the line of lightning causes intense heat, 10,000 degrees Celsius, 18,030 degrees Fahrenheit. As a result, there is a sudden expansion of the air, which in turn causes the loud noise associated with thunder. Note 63. As has been discussed, dark layers, followed by the electrically charged sparks known as lightning, and then the loud noise called thunder, form within a rain cloud. Everything modern science has established about clouds, and has to say about the causes of thunder and lightning, is in complete accord with the descriptions in the Quran. Allah's scientific miracles in the Quran Winds that fecundate in one verse of the Quran, the fecundating characteristic of the winds, and the resulting formation of rain are mentioned. And we send the fecundating winds, 
then cause water to descend from the sky, therewith providing you with water in abundance. Quran, 15 22. This verse points out that the first stage in the formation of rain is wind. Until the beginning of the 20th century, the only relationship known between the wind and the rain was that it was the wind that drove the clouds. However, modern meteorological findings have demonstrated the fecundating role of the wind in the formation of rain. As explained earlier, this fecundating function of the wind works in the following way. On the surface of oceans and seas, a large number of air bubbles form because of the water's foaming action. The moment these bubbles burst, thousands of tiny particles, with a diameter of just one hundredth of a millimeter, are thrown up into the air. These particles, known as aerosols, mix with dust carried from the land by the wind, and are carried to the upper layers of the atmosphere. These particles carried to higher altitudes by winds come into contact with water vapor up there. Water vapor condenses around these particles and turns into water droplets. These water droplets first come together and form clouds, and then fall to the earth in the form of rain. As mentioned, winds fecundate the water vapor floating in the air with the particles they carry from the sea, and eventually help the formation of rain clouds. If winds did not possess this property, water droplets in the upper atmosphere would never form, and there would be no rain. The most important point to be recognized here is that this critical role of the wind in the formation of rain was stated centuries ago in the Quran, at a time when very little was known about natural phenomena. Further information provided in the verse about the fertilizing quality of the wind is its role in the pollination of flowers. Many plants on earth disperse their pollen by means of the wind in order to ensure the survival of their species. Several open-seeded plants, pine trees, palm and similar trees, seeded plants that produce flowers, and grass-like plants are entirely pollinated by the wind. The wind carries the pollen from the plants to others of the species, thus fertilizing them. Until recently, the way that the wind was able to fertilize plants was unknown. When it was realized, however, that plants are divided into males and females, the fertilizing role of the wind was also discovered. This truth was already indicated in the Quran. He, sent down water from the sky by which we have brought forth various different types of plants in pairs. Quran, 20,53 Allah's Scientific Miracles in the Quran The Stages of Wind Formation And, in His, directing of the winds, there are signs for people who use their intellect. Quran, 45,5 Wind is a movement of air which forms between two different temperature centers. Due to the different pressures caused by different temperatures in the atmosphere, air constantly flows from areas of high pressure to areas of low pressure. If differences between pressure centers, in other words, temperatures in the atmosphere, are large, the flow of air, in other words, the wind, is very strong, so strong in fact that tornadoes which can inflict terrible damage can be formed. What is astonishing here is that, despite there being belts of very different temperatures and pressures, such as the equator and the poles, thanks to the order in Allah's creation, our earth is not exposed to disastrously fierce winds. Were the force of the winds that would otherwise blow between the poles and the equator not tempered, the earth would become a dead planet constantly buffeted by tornadoes. In the Arabic expression tazrifi ul-riyah, in the above verse, the word tazrif means turning over many times, directing, 
shaping something, managing, distributing. The choice of this word for the wind fully describes the way it blows in an ordered manner. It is also a clear expression of the fact that the wind does not blow by chance, of its own accord. It is Allah who directs the winds in such a way as to make human life possible. Allah's Scientific Miracles in the Quran How the process of photosynthesis begins in the morning And, I swear, by the night when it draws in, and by the dawn when it breathes in. Quran, 81-17-18 When plants undergo photosynthesis, they take in carbon dioxide, a harmful gas that human beings cannot consume, from the air, and give off oxygen instead. Oxygen, which we breathe and which is our basic source of life, is the main product of photosynthesis. Some 30% of the oxygen in the atmosphere is produced by plants on land, the remaining 70% being produced by plants and single-celled living things in the seas and oceans. Photosynthesis is a complex process, and one which scientists have still not yet fully understood. This process cannot be observed with the naked eye, because the mechanism employs atoms and molecules. However, we can see the results of photosynthesis in the oxygen which enables us to breathe, and in the foodstuffs that keep us alive. Photosynthesis is a system which involves complicated chemical formulae and units of weight, and on very small scale, and consisting of the most sensitive equilibriums. There are trillions of chemical laboratories that carry out this process in all the green plants around us. Furthermore, plants have been meeting our oxygen, food, and energy needs non-stop for millions of years. The productivity of photosynthesis is measured by the level of oxygen output. The greatest point is in the morning, when the sun's rays are most concentrated. At dawn, the leaves begin to sweat, and photosynthesis increases accordingly. In the afternoon, however, the opposite applies, in other words photosynthesis slows down, and respiration increases because as the temperature rises perspiration also increases. At night, as the temperature falls, perspiration declines and the plant rests. The term ether tanafasa in surat at-taqwir, in reference to the morning hours, in other words, when it breathes in, is a metaphorical reference to breathing, respiration, or breathing deeply. This term particularly emphasizes the way that the production of oxygen begins in the morning, and that the greatest levels of oxygen, essential for respiration, are given off at that time. The importance of the phenomena is also emphasized by the way that Allah swears upon it. The way that Allah indicates the action of photosynthesis, among the most important discoveries of the 20th century, in this verse, is another of the scientific miracles of the Quran. Allah's Scientific Miracles in the Quran The Separate Seas One of the properties of seas that has only recently been discovered is related in a verse of the Quran as follows. He has let loose the two seas, converging together, with a barrier between them they do not break through. Quran, 55.19-20 This property of the seas, that is, that they meet and yet do not intermix, has only very recently been discovered by oceanographers. Because of the physical force called surface tension, the waters of neighboring seas do not mix. Caused by the difference in the density of their waters, surface tension prevents them from mingling with one another, just as if a thin wall were between them. Note 64. It is interesting that, 
during a period when there was little knowledge of physics, and of surface tension, or oceanography, this truth was revealed in the Quran. Allah's Scientific Miracles in the Quran The Dark Depths of the Seas and Internal Waves Or, the unbelievers state, are like the darkness of a fathomless sea which is covered by waves above which are waves above which are clouds, layers of darkness, one upon the other. If he puts out his hand, he can scarcely see it. Those Allah gives no light to, they have no light. Quran, 24:40. In deep seas and oceans, the darkness is found at a depth of 200 meters, 660 feet, and deeper. At this depth, there is almost no light, and below a depth of 1,000 meters, 3,280 feet, there is no light at all. Note 65. Today, we know about the general formation of the sea, the characteristics of the living things in it, its salinity, as well as the amount of water it contains, and its surface area and depth. Submarines and special equipment, developed with modern technology, have enabled scientists to obtain such information. Human beings are not able to dive to a depth of more than 70 meters, 230 feet, without the aid of special equipment. They cannot survive unaided in the dark depths of the oceans, such as at a depth of 200 meters, 660 feet. For these reasons, scientists have only recently been able to discover detailed information about the seas. However, that the depth of the sea is dark was revealed in the Quran 1400 years ago. It is certainly one of the miracles of the Quran that such information was given at a time where no equipment to enable man to dive into the depths of the oceans was available. In addition, the statement in Surotan nor 40, like the darkness of a fathomless sea which is covered by waves above which are waves above which are clouds, draws our attention to another miracle of the Quran. Scientists have only recently discovered that there are subsurface waves, which occur on density interfaces between layers of different densities. These internal waves cover the deep waters of seas and oceans because deep water has a higher density than the water above it. Internal waves act like surface waves. They can break, just like surface waves. Internal waves cannot be discerned by the human eye, but they can be detected by studying temperature or salinity changes at a given location. Note 66 the statements in the Quran run parallel precisely the above explanation. Certainly, this fact, which scientists has discovered very recently, shows once again that the Quran is the word of Allah. Allah's scientific miracles in the Quran. The region responsible for our movements. No indeed. If he does not stop, we will grab him by the forelock, a lying, sinful forelock. Quran, 96,15-16. The expression the lying, sinful forelock in the above verse is most interesting. Research carried out in recent years has revealed that the prefrontal area, which is responsible for the management of particular functions of the brain, lies in the frontal part of the skull. Scientists only discovered the functions of this area, which the Quran pointed out 1,400 years ago, in the last 60 years. If we look inside to the brain at the front of the head, we will find the frontal area of the cerebrum. A book entitled Essentials of Anatomy and Physiology, 
which includes the results of the latest research on the functions of this area, says. The motivation and the foresight to plan and initiate movements occur in the anterior portion of the frontal lobes, the prefrontal area. This is a region of association cortex. Note 67. The book also says, in relation to its involvement in motivation, the prefrontal area is also thought to be the functional center for aggression. Note 68. So, this area of the cerebrum is responsible for planning, motivation, and initiating good and sinful behavior, and is responsible for telling lies and the truth. It is clear that the statement the lying, sinful forelock corresponds completely to the above explanations. Again, this fact which scientists have only discovered in the last 60 years, was stated by Allah in the Quran centuries ago. Allah's Scientific Miracles in the Quran Hearts find peace in the remembrance of Allah According to research by David B. Larson, of the American National Health Research Center, and his team, comparisons of devout and non-religious Americans have given very surprising results. For instance, religious people suffer 60% less heart disease than those with little or no religious belief, the suicide rate among them is 100% lower, they suffer far lower levels of high blood pressure, and this ratio is 7 colon 1 among smokers. Note 69. It was reported in one study published in the International Journal of Psychiatry in Medicine, an important scientific source in the world of medicine, that people who describe themselves as having no religious beliefs become ill more frequently and have shorter lifespans. According to the results of the research, those with no beliefs are twice as likely to suffer stomach intestine diseases than believers, and their mortality rate from respiratory diseases is 66% times higher than that of believers. Secular psychologists tend to refer to similar figures as psychological effects. This means that belief raises people's spirits, and this contributes to health. This explanation may indeed be reasonable, but a more striking conclusion emerges when the subject is examined. Belief in Allah is much stronger than any other psychological influence. The wide-ranging research into the connection between religious belief and physical health carried out by Dr. Herbert Benson of the Harvard Medical Faculty has produced surprising conclusions in this area. Despite not being a believer himself, Dr. Benson has concluded that worship and belief in Allah have a more positive effect on human health than that observed in anything else. Benson states that he has concluded that no belief provides as much mental peace as belief in Allah. Note 70. What is the reason for this connection between belief and the human soul and body? The conclusion reached by the secular researcher Benson is, in his own words, that the human body and mind are regulated to believe in Allah. Note 71. This fact, which the world of medicine has slowly begun to appreciate, is a secret revealed in the Quran in these words. Only in the remembrance of Allah can the heart find peace. Quran, 13 28, the reason why those who believe in Allah, who pray to and trust in Him, are psychologically and physically healthier is that they behave in accordance with the purpose of their creation. Philosophies and systems which contradict human creation always lead to pain and unhappiness. Modern medicine is now tending towards the realization of this truth. As Patrick Glynn put it, 
S. Scientific research in psychology over the past 25 years has demonstrated that, religious belief is one of the most consistent correlates of overall mental health and happiness. Note 72. Allah's Scientific Miracles in the Quran. Part 2. Notes. 30. Sheets, Gardner, and Howe, General Science, 305. 31. Powers of Nature, Washington, D.C., National Geographic Society, 1978, 12-13. 32. Press Release, Swedish Institute of Space Physics, IRF, March 9, 2001 www.irf.se forward slash press forward slash press 010309eng.html 33. Solar wind blows some of Earth's atmosphere into space, NASA, http colon double forward slash science.nasa.government forward slash new home forward slash headlines forward slash st08 December 981.htm 34. Ibid, 35. Cosi, 130 Evident Miracles in the Quran, 115. 36. John Noble Wilford, ages old ice cap at North Pole is now liquid, scientists find, New York Times, August 19, 2000, www.planetwaves.net forward slash polonite.html. 37. Earth Fact Sheet http colon double forward slash nssdc.gsfc.nasa.government forward slash planetary forward slash facts heat forward slash earth fact.html 38 arctic explorers june 23 2000 http colon double forward slash tea.rice.edu forward slash shall forward slash 6.23.2000.html tetsuzo sino sotoru honda mantle convection and the global sea level when did plate tectonics begin on the Earth? www.eoi.u-tokyo.ac.jp forward slash no forward slash silverabstract.html, mantle convection, http colon double forward slash theory.uinnipeg.ca forward slash modtech forward slash node 195.www.nekkr.com forward slash main forward slash eng page forward slash scientific science in the Quran.htm. 39. Cosi, 130 Evident Miracles in the Quran, 110-111, and www.wame.co.uk forward slash announcements 3.html from Professor Zilal Ragib El Naga's speech. 40. Ibad, 41. Priscilla Frisch, The Galactic Environment of the Sun, American Scientist, January-February 2000, www.americanciente.org forward slash template forward slash asset detail forward slash asset id forward slash 21173 question mark full text equal sign true. 42. Michael J. Denton, Nature's Destiny, The Free Press, 1998, 198. 43. Highlights www.inmgmbh to CGI BIM frame frame low ADERPLSBI equals ZN and URL equals HTTP www.inmgmbh to htdocs technology IN highlights highlights NHTM. 44. Nanotechnology successfully helps cancer therapies, IIC fast track, nanotech news from Eastern Germany, Industrial Investment Council, October 2003 www.iic.de forward slash uploads forward slash media forward slash nanofoot november 200301.pdf
45. Benjamin Libet, Unconscious Cerebral Initiative and the Role of Conscious Will in Voluntary Action, Behavioral and Brain Sciences, 1985, 529-566. 46. Melikafa, Conscious, www.genetbilemi.com forward slash genbilem forward slash link qklaci.htm. 47. Conscious Mind and Free Will. HTTP colon double forward slash faculty dot virginia dot edu forward slash consciousness forward slash new page eight dot htm hash sign five dot one zero forty eight Henning Jens, nothingness, the science of empty space, two oh five www dot two think dot org forward slash nothingness dot shtml forty nine wanna see a miracle Quran the living miracle the revival five issue two www.therevival.co.uk forward slash revival issue forward slash vol 5 iss 2 Quran miracle.htm 50. LM Lederman and DN Schramm, Demonstration, Die Borstein der Materie, 1989, http colon double forward slash i115srv.vu-vin.ac.at forward slash physic forward slash ws95 forward slash w9560dir forward slash w9561d10.htm 51. First double pulsar found, January 9, 2004 www.atnf.csiro.au forward slash news forward slash press forward slash double pulsar forward slash 52. Leicester edu depth of physics and astronomy www.star.le.ac.uk forward slash astrozoc forward slash whatsapp forward slash stars.html University of Ottawa www.site.uottawa.ca colon 4321astronomyindex.html hash serious Harvard Smithsonian Center for Astrophysics. HTTP colon double forward slash CFA www.harvard.edu forward slash tilde hours forward slash a for five forward slash four two zero zero two forward slash chapter four part two dot pdf. 53. Exposes astronomiques, La Troisième Loi de Kepler. HTTP colon double forward slash www.ostrosurf.com forward slash iritus forward slash html forward slash expose the ostro dot htm. 54. HTTP colon double forward slash www.dharma.com.tr forward slash dkilometer forward slash article dot php question marks it equals sign 87. 55. Husseini. 56. Digital Orscape Lexiron. Digital Expenditure Lexiron. 57. Keith C. Hydorn, PhD, Philip Leonard, Brushing the Teardrops from Rain, www.islandnet.com forward slash tilde c forward slash weather forward slash history forward slash leno.htm. 58. Richard A. Amps, The Atmosphere, 3rd ed, Columbus, Charles E. Merrill Publishing Company, 1981, 268 to 269. Albert Millers, Jack C. Thompson, Elements of Meteorology, 2nd ed. Columbus, Charles E. Merrill Publishing Company, 1975, 141. 59. Amps, The Atmosphere, 269. Millers, and Thompson, Elements of Meteorology, 141 to 142. 60. Brian J. Ford, Brownian Movement in Clarkiopollen. A Reprise of the First Observations, The Microscope, 1992, Volume 40, Number 4, 
pp 235 to 241 http colon double forward slash www.brianjford.com forward slash wbbrownahtm.61 see donald Aarons, meteorology today an introduction to weather climate and environment third ed st paul west publishing company 1988 437 62 Athar Lila, The Quran and Modern Physics, December 10, 1998, http colon double forward slash webhome.idirect.com forward slash tilde alila forward slash writings forward slash physics dot htm. 63, Ibid, 64. Richard A. Davis, Principles of Oceanography, Don Mills, Ontario, Addison Wesley Publishing Company, 92 93. 65, Danny Elder, and John Panetta, Oceans, London, Mitchell Beasley Publishers, 1991, 27. 66, M. Grant Gross, Oceanography, A View of Earth, 6th ed., Englewood Cliffs, Prentice Hall Incorporated, 1993, 205. 67, Rodder Seeley, Trent D. Stevens, and Philip Tate, Essentials of Anatomy and Physiology, 2nd ed., St. Louis. Mosby Book Incorporated, 1996, 211, Charles R. Novak, N. L. Strominger, Anna J. Demarest, The Human Nervous System, Introduction and Review, 4th ed., Philadelphia, Lee and Fiebiger, 1991, 410-411. 68, Seeley, Stevens, and Tate, Essentials of Anatomy and Physiology, 211. 69, Patrick Glynn, God, The Evidence, The Reconciliation of Faith and Reason in a Post-Secular World, California, Prima Publishing, 1997, 80-81. 70, Herbert Benson, and Mark Stark, Timeless Healing, New York, Simon & Schuster, 1996, 203. 71, Ibid, 193. 72, Glynn, God, The Evidence, The Reconciliation of Faith and Reason in a Post-Secular World, 60-61.